Street Smarts, understanding of what's going on in the world and one's place amidst it all. Hello and welcome to episode number seven of Contemplative Creative, a bi-weekly audio podcast tackling the deeper issues of modern photography, art, and today's creative landscape. The goal uncovering insights to live more intentional lives as creative professionals and hobbyists, or even just as responsible human beings looking to live a life of meaning. Though what is talked about on this podcast originates from living an artistic life, effort is put into distilling the insights to their core principles and, in so doing, uncovering nuggets that really do apply to us all, artist or not. My name is David Quiring and I will be your host. Today I would like to talk about street smarts, both on the streets and everywhere else. This past week, I hopped into a car with a friend and headed west on a last-minute trip to the Canadian Rocky Mountains, a place that, over many years of adventure, has become a bit of a personal sanctuary for myself. Both of us had been burning the candle at both ends for a little too long in our city lives, getting near the end of our wicks, so to speak. (laughs) So we packed up, hopped in the car, and set out for the wilderness to recharge our souls. We found what we were looking for, but we weren't the only ones drawn to the Canadian Rockies this summer. Over July and August, hordes of people fill the paved arteries that carve through the mountain valleys creating an interesting intersection of wild meets domestic. Watching people interact with nature? The old saying, common sense is not so common, popped to mind (laughs) several times. And so today, I would really like to talk about common sense. Street smarts, but not just in the streets. Common sense is an understanding of what's going on in the world and one's place amidst it all. When we leave the urban and enter the wild, when we take a step off of a plane and find ourselves across the globe in a different culture, or even when we go about our daily lives in our home city, our environment is always changing, and we would be wise to consider ourselves as fluid as the world through which we walk. We need to understand how our actions interact with that which is around us, and understand it clearly. It all comes back to this understanding, and we need to do it honestly. Our idea of something does not always match its reality, and we have to watch for this. In the context of my travel from last week, a person's first road trip to the mountains is not necessarily, I would say not even likely, going to be standing on mountain peaks or getting a close-up view of a bear, despite the promises that tourist pamphlets and Instagram photos seem to make. In our culture, we focus on and share the highlights. On one hand, it's inspirational to those who see it and inspires people to get out and have their own experiences. In fact, this is one of the main reasons I originally started making photographs. But on the other hand, in sharing just the highlights, the story of everything that led up to that moment that is frozen in time, 
it goes untold. Using photography as an example, we see photos and are inspired to try and get similar ones ourselves, not understanding the necessary precautions undertaken by the professionals who made those photos in the first place. Someone sees an epic photo of a person on a mountain peak looking down on the world. Inspiration arises. A quick Google search later, and they know the location. Several months later, maybe they park their vehicle at the trailhead and put their feet to the dirt for perhaps the first time. So far, this little scenario I've drawn up is purely hypothetical. But at this point, it intersects with my experience encountering people such as this on the trail. I've had to clothe people who did not anticipate how cold the mountains get when the sun disappears. I've had to guide lost people back to their cars. I've had to patch people up with my first aid kit because they never imagined that they would actually hurt themselves on the hike. I've even seen several people drown. Inspiration is great, but it needs to be grounded in reality. The illusion of simplicity is created when we view only the final creative product that someone pushes out to the world. I've already done an entire podcast episode that dives into this illusion of simplicity back in episode number two, but suffice to say for this particular conversation that when we look at a final product, we don't necessarily see the work that went into it. In this case, this includes education, experience, and effort. And in not understanding these components, we can get ourselves into some pretty dangerous situations. Mother Nature is powerful. When we enter the wilderness, we cannot tame her, and instead we have to dance with whatever she throws at us. Through thoughtful experience, we learn to better understand her, and become better dancers. This is what one must know before standing on that mountain peak that overlooks the world. The ecosystem is connected, and when any individual enters it, they become a part of it. Actions rippling through nature and all its characters, whether intended or not. We must live responsibly for ourselves for loved ones who care about our safety, and for others whom we drag into self-created dilemmas. Interactions go both ways as well. This mountain peak example illustrates an individual on more of the receiving end of their actions, but their actions also affect the environment. Perhaps this is best shown with a more direct interaction. Say an animal encounter. I will go so far as to say that most people who live in an urban lifestyle do not understand wildlife. In saying this, I don't blame them. If the only experience they have with animals is from at the zoo or at the park, how could they not? But one does need to realize that an interaction with an animal at the zoo it's completely different than how one should interact with that same animal in the wild. Once we acknowledge this gap, 
We need to take responsibility for our actions and learn proper conduct. This does not mean ignoring the plentiful cautions about being safe in bear country, for example. Stopping in the middle of the highway, creating a bear jam, getting out of one's car and approaching a bear with food in one hand and your camera phone in the other, this is not responsible behavior. It sounds ridiculous when I spell it out like this, but it happens more than you would think. I was in the mountains for five days last week, and I saw it three times, and I've seen it lots of times before that. The reality of this situation is that an action such as this will cause a bear to associate food with humans, and just like that cute chipmunk that gets fed in the park, the bear will approach humans thinking that easy food is within reach. A habituated bear that changes its behavior like this is no longer wild and instead becomes a danger to humans. And so comes another common saying, a fed bear is a dead bear. Selfish human action kills the bear. And when we make that action, we should, if we're responsible, be aware of this. As we move through life, we have individual responsibilities when we enter different ecosystems and cultures. We have to be educated and understand what our individual place is amongst all this external stuff, and then be sensitive to that which is around us, human, environment, animal, or otherwise. Human tends to be easier for us, but I don't know if we really should be raising ourselves above all else, because even if you are viewing humans as better than everyone else, we still have to live in the world. As creatives, we do not get a free pass. There have been several cases recently of people breaking the rules and doing stupid things in the name of creativity in national parks. They want to get a shot, they hop a fence or do something dangerous or enter a area that's been uh, closed because it's sensitive. That's not responsible and it's giving us all a bad name and well that's why the fence was erected in the first place because people couldn't behave properly. I'm not suggesting that we should shelter ourselves from risk, but instead understand what the risks are so that we can better equip ourselves to deal with them and work with them to get the results we are aiming for, creative, experiential, or otherwise. Much in the same way you would teach a child to be smart about their own actions in a world that is unfamiliar with them, try that approach with yourself. Now, I'm just focusing on the wilderness stuff because that's kind of what's on my mind at the moment. But as I've already alluded to, the same sort of things happen in a lot of other cases, in all of our interactions, in fact. Culture is a big one. In my travels, I've seen a lot of people pretending to be National Geographic photographers. They want to get the same shots that they see in the magazines. And in so doing, they inappropriately get into people's faces to try and get comparable photographs. Then I've also seen the real National Geographic photographers and how they work. They do plenty of research before they go. 
spending days building relationships with locals before they even take their camera out. They're careful about blending in and not interfering with people's lives. Taking that same dance that I mentioned about entering with Mother Nature and applying it to another culture. There's a lot of work that goes into their assignments that you don't see when looking at their final work. And it perfectly illustrates the disconnect I'm trying to put a finger on in this discussion. You need to understand, and then you need to be wise in your choices. When traveling to a distant country, the culture of the city that you arrive in is often vastly different than the one you left behind. Understanding it, you behave appropriately, covering up skin, avoiding certain hand gestures that may have a different perceived meaning there, and in general, just being polite and a respectful guest in a foreign land. The same principles apply at home, or anywhere really. Wherever we are, and whatever we are trying to accomplish, we need to accept the individual responsibility of our actions and cultivate street smarts. Think beyond oneself and try to understand how you fit into the greater picture. Root your actions in respect and affect positive change in the way you choose to live your life. And that's that. Now on to some updates. Once again, I would like to thank the folks over at IdeaSpark. All summer long, they're donating the proceeds from their iOS app to Contemplative Creative. The app is built to help you get out of creative ruts by suggesting new ideas. With it, you can select context and themes to customize it as you like, to focus its idea generation on things that you're open to. Then it'll generate a quirky little phrase for you with which you can use to start a new project. So if you're feeling uninspired and you're not sure where to start, or you're doing a daily art project and maybe running a bit low on ideas, or maybe you're trying a new art form altogether and simply need some lighthearted ideas to experiment on with it, well, it runs for $1.99 or so, depending on the country which you call home. And like I said, for the next while, your purchase over there will support this podcast. It costs less than a cup of coffee, supports you in your art, and it also supports the creative discussion over here. That's a pretty great win-win situation all around, I think. So if you're looking for a great tool to help stimulate your creativity, I invite you to head over to our website at www.contemplativecreative.com. Click on the support tab over there and check it out for yourself. And if that's not your thing, don't worry about it. If you'd like to support Contemplative Creative, there is another way, and it doesn't cost a dime. <laughs> the best way you can help us out is to spread the word. We want to keep this thing going and growing, but we can't do that without you, the listener. If you enjoy this podcast, please share a link with your friends, and if you don't already, please subscribe in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe, rate, and tell good friends, and everything's going to be okay. And that's it for this week. You can find Contemplative Creative on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, where you can stay connected with us between episodes. 
We've really been working on building our Instagram account, posting lots of quotes that are inspiring us as we're preparing each and every episode. A lot of words from people that inspire us and hopefully will inspire you as well. Links to everything that we're up to are over at www.contemplativecreative.com. And that's it for now. Thanks for listening. Street Smarts, understanding of what's going on in the world and one's place amidst it all.